You're listening to Truly Unruly with Marcus and Jessica Trufant. Hello, Trufants. What's up, Hi, sir? What's up? What's up? How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well, my doing? brother. How are you? Good. Is Good. that a delicious mimosa? It is. And it has peach juice and orange juice in it. What so what would champagne? you call that? Is that still a mimosa? With Costco Prosecco. I've never had it before, but uh, it's pretty damn good. Shout out to Costco Prosecco. Hey, purple bottle, bottle, purple label. Mm, yeah. All right. Kirkland brand, baby. <laughs> Do not sleep. We were just at a friend's house and they had the Kirkland brand, what, bourbon or the equivalent mm-hmm. of Crown Royal? Costco's Crown, yeah. And the... Did it have the clear too? Finished. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, nice. It's pretty strong. So, this week's episode uh, was kind of where we left off of a conversation that we sort of started to have last week. Okay. Um, and it was about marriage expectations. Great. And uh, the idea of things that society may put in our heads that we are su- supposed to accept when or expect excuse me when we get married and things expect like expect too maybe yeah. maybe maybe some of that too false expectations uh etc yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. so i have a list of i have a list of the other Say that again, Jess. I didn't interrupt you. Marriage is just one false expectation after the other. Jesus, that is dark. What? Um, so I have a list of expectations for a great marriage, but before we get into the list, I wanted to just ask you guys a question, um, based off of, because I always say normal is what happens in a household. So what you're raised around is what you know, Mm -hmm. was the idea of how you saw your parents' marriage was how you possibly expected your marriage to be so like certain examples or certain like th- i don't know like values and stuff that you you could see that your parents set in their marriage like yes. when we were younger well yeah or when, like as we got older because either way i didn't really think about it as a matter of fact when i was younger i had <laughs> i always had wanted a baby and i really wanted kind of fucked up to say actually i wanted to be a single mom i did not want to be attached to no dude i really? was like i'm gonna have a baby one day but i don't want a guy i'm just gonna be a single mom well in hindsight but wasn't you didn't a very grow up in idea. a single apparent no i didn't yeah, so that's interesting I, that's, that's that's a little bit different that yeah. is different yeah i've never heard of i don't that. know I, well, that's that's weird somebody break that down because i don't even understand what that feeling was about i like i literally used to think like that and then you know i grew up and started having boyfriends and then that changed I might have even thought about that. I don't know. Anyways, weird. Okay, go ahead. I grew up a two-parent household, though. So me right. now and how I saw marriage is, um, you know, two parents, this is what you do. And the guy, um, and you do anything for your wife or for your lady, and that's just how it works. And uh, that's what I've tried to you replicate. Have. You have. So, uh Yeah. And I was e- blessed in that way. Even so. though I said I wanted to be a single parent, unconsciously, I know I was taking in my parents and their marriage. And um, it is an example. 
for how we have been and treated each other and wanted to be like and all that kind of stuff. But aside from wanting to be a single, I can't a Barbie. believe I just said You that. wanted a Barbie doll. Uh, I, well, I, I played a lot of Barbies and, you know, Barbie was a single bitch, right? For a lot of the time. And she had like her little kid and stuff. Harsh. So <laughs> what did Barbie I, wa- ever do I to wanted to be like Barbie. I'm like, fuck a dude. And plus, Ken, remember, he doesn't even have a front. So how is he making true. any babies? So anyways, very true. I was going to be a single mom. Yikes. Oh, sorry. Okay. Moving well, <laughs> well, all right. Um, okay, well. I have another question for you, Jess, um, mm-hmm. before we get into these. Also, like as a woman and let's say outside of, you know, watching your parents, were there things because, you know, we grew up in a time, the age of M- MTV and BET mm-hmm. and music videos. Mm-hmm. And was there ever an outside outside influences that may have kind of structured your idea of what to expect of marriage of how of possibly of like well when i get married my life is supposed to be like this and my husband is going to be like this um so are you saying basing it off of like mtv and b well no just no just society so society and the things you're exposed to like so the et after dark influences and stuff exactly right. so the things um, you see on tv the movies I was you say, watch things i see on tv like tv shows um What's a TV show that you were like, oh, yeah, that's how it should be? Because what I'm saying is why I say BET and MTV is because, as we remember, in the 90s, cable TV was the Wild West. Right. So there was all types of crazy shit on TV. So. Yeah, there were some outside. I wish I could remember specific um, shows and movies where I was like, yeah. Family Matters. Uh, I thought about Family Matters. Rock. Oh, was that a um, well? Just a character, but Rock, Rock uh, the garbage kinda. man dude, and the uh, oh god, that is so familiar. Rock, Joey. Rock. You don't remember Rock? He was Joey, the, trash the brother. Guy? Yeah, on Family Matters. No, no not on Family Matters. Two show different shows. Show? What show? What was the? I don't know if it was called Rock or what not. Was I just family that you idolize, and it wasn't the Cos- was it Cosby's? Cosby's. Cosby's. I'm in a different world. Well, well, living well, single, New York undercover. Well, Martin. Well, here's the thing over here. Well, the, yeah, no. the thing about you know living single, um, it proved that you could be single, successful, and happy, and then they just ripped that off and created friends. Right. <laughs> Very true. Right. Yeah. Um, but Mm-mm-mm. but yeah, like I, I know definitely know like the examples like the Cosby's and stuff right. like that that shows that you can be like you can come from. There's black educated families exist. Right. You know? Right. Um, it was inspirational. Right. Um, but we were younger, though, so I don't even know if we were... Even processing it that yeah, way? Yeah. Right. Absorbing it in that way. Maybe we've seen it, but just like you said, you were subconsciously... I was like, I Kind of, but... I just want a baby. No dude. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, how about you, Kel? Did you have any outside influences that you were like, yeah, this is how I want my family to be? Um, yeah, I did, because... I grew up in a single parent household, so my parents got divorced when I was five. Right. And so I didn't see my dad after that until I was like 18 or whatever. Um, so I had the example of my grandparents, of course, mm-hmm. but that's a totally different older generation, right. so it's a little different. But honestly, like I had like my friends, like my, some of my best friends' parents, like mm-hmm. one right. of my childhood best friend, Michael, and I watched how his parents interacted, and like Ira and Judy just 
fucking just loved each other, you know? And so I had like, I had good friends around me and good like family friends around me that I, that had good examples and stuff like that. But you know, then there was the other side of like, you know, being the kid in school that, you know, your grandpa picked you up from school, right? you know, like, why doesn't your dad ever come get you? Right. And like that kind of weird shit. So, um, so yeah, luckily I did have good examples. Thank God, you know, cause you know, a lot of black men that come from, you know, where I come from, like mm-hmm. don't have that and yes. didn't have that. And still to this day, like struggle, you know, with kids of their own and stuff. Right. So, um, so yeah, I actually, surprisingly enough, like I did. And that's one thing about Seattle is that, you know, the black community here is so tight knit mm-hmm. and everybody's grandparents know everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's parents know everybody. Everybody's connected. Somehow. Everybody's connected somehow. So like you have those like you have those positive examples, mm-hmm. you know, that you can find within family and family friends because it's such a. Right. used to be at least a closer knit community. Right. So I wasn't allowed to go to anybody's house, so I didn't get to see other people's parents. It's it sucks because like. <laughs> I like, was trapped. Yeah, like, and, like, I got to front. Like, some of the best examples I, I had was from, like, seeing, like, my Asian friend's parents and, like, my white mm. friend's parents, you know? Well, it, right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And and in my head, I'd be like, you know what? Like, a black family can do this. Right. right. Black families do do this. Right. You know, so. Come on in here, Timmy, and get this organic. Rice yeah, like I remember my one friend's mom, and I was like, tofu. my one friend's mom used to be like, Stephen, come on, it's supper time. <laughs> like you see, I'll say it's supper time. You'd be like, what is that? I'm like, just, <laughs> Where, why don't you just tell this nigga it's dinner? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and funny. and what's cool about you guys is that you guys now are that example. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, yes, to your kids and to your kids' friends. Right. Mm-hmm. So. All right, let's get into these uh, these list of expectations. Okay. Expectations for a great marriage. Expect conflict. Conflict will happen, and it's okay if you handle conflict in a loving, mature way. If you don't have conflict, that's flipping weird. That is, that is very that creepy. That means you have, I don't know, what kind of bot marriage you have <laughs> where there's no conflict. Stepford wife. Right. What? <laughs> so, yes, you should be prepared for conflict and it's all about we've talked about this before it's all about how you handle conflict and come out on the other side right but kind of like we were just discussing the expectation may be that in marriage probably not not now because a lot of men are scared of marriage and they think that it gets worse after marriage but well it gets worse when you have this expectation okay everything's going to be perfect after marriage we've crossed this threshold so now things should be different in the positive way all the time Mm -hmm. but that's not a realistic thing that's the movies that's social media etc so early on both parties male female being like okay conflict is going to come and this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to fight fair right you know what i'm saying or you work your way through it and the more conflicts you have the more um resolving skills you learn and you know, you just grow that way because, you know, there can be, <laughs> there can be quite a few conflicts. But for some people, conflict is like, OK, the marriage isn't working. So this conflict is meaning um, that it's we might need to go our separate ways. But that's not always the right uh, thing. Right. And we've talked about this before. So. Right. And there's a difference between, you know, conflict 
and continual bickering. Like there is a difference. There are going to be conflicts, but when you're continually going at it and pissed off at each other every day for some reason. Oh, wait a minute. Is that us? No, no. Okay. I think about that. Anyway, (laughs) pissed off every day. That's, that's unhealthy. That is not healthy conflict. That's not, that's not good. So, all right. All right. Next one. Expect disappointments. File yeah. this in the you're both only human category. Your husband will not be the answer to all your problems or wife. Uh, he or she won't be a mind reader or anticipate all of your needs. Excuse me. Be prepared to forgive. <clears throat> we need you guys to be mind readers. We need you guys to be Miss Cleo. You guys need to tell us. Bitch. Like, seriously. You guys need to tell us. Like, men, we are very simple beings. You know oh what? Sometimes we Say tell that again, you. Kim. We're so simple. Yeah. Just tell us. Sometimes we do tell you. And maybe we don't always tell you direct. But indirectly, we're dropping dimes like that. And you guys are I, just. But I can't sit here and, like, do-do-do. you sit here and, like. Your body, I'm supposed to read your upset body language. Hell and yeah. then I ask you, what's wrong? Well, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. And then <laughs> I let it go, come back, and then you're like, get in the car. Let's go get something to eat. Yo, you're still mad. Well, you don't want to sit right. and talk about what's in- I asked you what's wrong, and you said you didn't want to talk but about it. But that right there was your cue. There is something wrong. Clearly. and so I don't let want, me and tread I don't, lightly. No, but I don't want to continually, I don't want to irritate you, so I'm just going to back off. That makes it even worse, I think. I was just about to say that, because that's my worse. thing. See, I, I think sometimes you want to be, you know, you want somebody to coax it out of you. you know, so we need that. That's toxic. my thing. It's very... Toxic. Real. Uh, so toxic. Uh, um, Become mind readers, please. Mind reading and acting on stuff that's outside of our character. And it's a learned behavior. You have to practice it. Read? Well, just to read the cues, because I know for me, I'm oblivious, oblivious to a lot of stuff, but Completely. I hate being caught off guard. If I'm just, oh, do, 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 and then I'm like, I'm getting this stuff just out oh the blue, God. and I don't and know how to defend myself. That puts me in a different state of mind. So I have to literally, like, you know, come to center and be like, okay, this is what's going on, and this is going on. So let me respond accordingly to get a different outcome. And, right. and um, sometimes it's not always good. You got to get nasty and kind of sling the mud or whatever whatever but let's get through it let's find a way to work through it but but it goes both ways perfect guy no 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 no. it goes both (sighs) ways so when women say they have these cues and stuff and they think that um us men are so simple it puts them in a position that they feel like they don't really have to do anything right you guys are fair they don't have to do anything because we're so simple when okay a b c one two three it's just so they just kind of push it off to the side he, he, he tells no lies. Well, <laughs> you know, I may be talking about me and Jess. I may I not be, well, but, but that's no my lies. truth. That's my truth. That's where I'm at. So, yeah, because well, y'all need to be a little bit more complex. Okay. That's I, I can't. But if it's so simple, it should be easy. It should be easy because if, because the, the thing is, if it gets more complex, it turns into the emotional roller coaster yeah. and it starts doing all this. And, well, sometimes, sometimes. We need that. We need that sometimes. 
We need that emotional roller coaster. We need that. Sometimes you're so simple that you are That's void what I'm learning. of yeah. everything. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think, and this is no knock on all women. Uh, all guys women, aren't simple. But what all I'm saying is, I'm gonna sign that, on to that too, Kel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not all women. Not right? all women. Right. But y'all need to find some healthy outlet to deal with that because, like, that is it, it's not fair. It's not fair, and it's toxic as shit. I'll say this too. I'll say this. That is, it, it, <laughs> Jess is like, fuck you, Kel. That is not I, fair. I'm like, yeah. it, go, ahead, go ahead, guys. Not fair and it's toxic, but it forces us to like, open up and to express because we shut down and we don't want to ruffle no more feathers. It's already going bad, so I'm going to just take a step back. But sometimes... Sometimes it's not. It's that it's okay to get involved in... The shouting and maybe the back and forth is okay because you work through it. The shouting. Or the aggressive talking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying. Okay. okay. All right. Here's the next one. <laughs> this is funny. Expect to be annoyed. Be ready for the habit of his or her that you found so adorable <laughs> while, you were able, while you were dating to become annoying. But remember this. There are things that you do that likely annoy he or she too. Nope. You don't ever think you annoy your husband at all? Well, <laughs> it took me a long time to realize that he was annoyed by me. Because, of course, <laughs> I'm too busy. Like, I'm annoyed. And the thing is, you don't really expect to be annoyed. That's something that's kind of, I don't know. Did you think so? It's kind of like, oh. I'm going to just let you finish your statement. What? And then because this hurts. <laughs> so well, go that's ahead. That's what I was going to say. And then you feel guilty. Like, literally, you feel guilty when somebody's so annoying. Like, I always talk about, like, when Marcus is chewing and shit. And, like, little small things. And then it's like, should I really be that annoyed over that shit? Yes. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not annoying. <sighs> what? Would you like to? Your rebuttal, sir. So when it comes to being annoying and doing little stuff like that, and again, blindsided, coming up to the room and eating and not knowing that that's just a dagger to your soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've took the liberty. Okay, I go in the bathroom. I eat downstairs in, in the, the dark. dark. <laughs> you, you know what? You're like At really night. playing the victim right now. This? My she God. Somebody Kale, I can't a, even finish my somebody statement. Somebody get me you a violin. So, what, so, <laughs> get me a violin. So what I would say is, is that to be able to find a way to just have it be background noise. There are things you do that, you know, are terribly annoying to me. But Chewing a background noise? But I'm just saying in general, I've found a way to put it in this box and I don't even see or hear the things you do because I put it in this uh, That's not good. box. I know. But wait a minute. Okay, wait. Actually, it is good, though, because I got to deal with this. I got to deal with you every single day, 24 hours a day. So if this thing's annoying you and it's bothering you, I need to find a way to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like change your actions yeah, change, or deal with no, me being annoyed? change my actions because it's you and you're not going to change that. I could 
bring it up. But if it's something you can't change and it's just a part of you, I have to learn how to accept you for who you are. So you're saying your chewing is just a part of you. So you, yeah, you need to learn. Um, <laughs> when he got in the car, some earphones or some earmuffs or the car something. is not even on. There's no noise. He takes a cherry and immediately starts. <laughs> I'm like, what is all this? It's a freaking cherry. I was eating Why around the seed for clarity. I was, was eating around the seed to. It was. I was annoyed. And I just felt the energy. I felt some eyes. Just, <laughs> and I was oblivious. I'm getting in the car. I'm driving on. <laughs> right. Thank you for getting us some cherry. We're both sharing some cherries out it of this bowl. It was still silent. It wasn't, there wasn't even music or anything. I know, nothing, but then I'm like, just, oh, man, I just feel the energy. I'm like. Burning a hole oh, through man, your And I started face. to get mad, too. But then I was like, <sighs> I know where she's at. <laughs> I know where her energy is. And that annoys me when it's these little things and you kind of get this. I get mad. Thing about you so instead of starting to fight and be like why can't you just or why aren't you this way i'm just oh, like all right go. cool bring on the perfection so right <laughs> my god thank you i thank know you. for real and thank you very much thank you thank you thank you That's much so appreciate all right here we go here's the next one <clears throat> expect to think you're doing more you might feel like you're doing more dishes more laundry more bedtime reading with the kids you get the idea when you start uh feeling put out and put upon instead of attacking your husband or wife. Sit down and calmly express your desire to do <laughs> your job well and ask for his or her help. Well, that goes back to, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, taking out the, I think, I think in people's minds, they really feel like they're doing it, like they're doing the most, they're, you know, holding this down and holding that down and holding that down, but really, <laughs> they're only holding a small portion of it. Okay, I guess it's subjective. No, go ahead. I, I don't I'll let you finish. I mean, I, I'm just saying. God damn it! I'm about to get in. I'm about to get in trouble. I'm no, about to get in trouble. No, 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 no. no, no. It's I'm, not like that. I know Marcus. You know, works really, really hard. He does. He works very hard. I mean, he can lay in the bed and make phone calls for his business for hours at a time. Damn, <laughs> you're still getting work done. You see what it's shade or what it's shade. You're in the bed. That's I why know. you're in the bed. She's right. not in. She can't be in the bed, but you're right. in the bed and no, you get work done. Hey, wait a minute. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But anyways, so then sometimes I don't think people realize what the other person is doing and what all of it entails, especially for women and men. Because we have had some times where I've been like, what the hell are you doing or what you're not doing? And then, you know how I figured I can really get him to understand by saying, I ain't doing it anymore. I'm not doing it. You do. You take on more of the responsibility. You do the things that you do not see that we do. It's automatic. I right? Got, I got a perfect response. What you, perfect. What? Uh, I can't Ladies, wait. so can't wait. if we just stopped <laughs> doing what we do for two days, what do you think would happen? Them kids probably, <laughs> they probably wouldn't get dressed. They probably wouldn't get mm. their medicine. They probably, who's going to, <laughs> who's shopping for the groceries? 
Who's buying them underwear socks? Very Hair true. bands. True. Pads. All true. All true. All true. Not to discredit what you do, no. but sometimes I, I get think it. you become, you know, you think you're doing more right. than yeah. you really are. And when you don't know, you don't really know. I don't know what all of that entails. I don't know what that feels like on a regular basis because I don't, I don't do it on a regular basis. But my thing is, and my competitive nature oh God. is if you tell me to do it, and I go do it, let me do it my way. Right, don't complain. Uh, Excuse me, I'm not done. It's not going to (laughs) look exactly the way that you did it. And if you want me to do it, I don't need your coaching. I don't need your side comments. Okay, I got to get the kids dressed. They're going to look like this. And hey, I got them dressed. That should be okay. Oh my God. Don't come and say that you don't like the outfit or, oh, I don't like that. Why'd you do that? Those pants are too short and right. all that kind of stuff. What the f- you be hey. having them looking crazy. But they're dressed, they're clean, and they are happy. So are that's clean? part of the control thing. If you're gonna ask your partner to go and do a particular job, don't critique. You got to be hands off and let me do the job. Well, if you want something done, it's best you do it yourself. Then don't ask for help. <laughs> one plus one equals. It equals you. Read my mind, and you know what right. to do, and you do. Is, is there a lot of critiquing that happens when Marcus takes on uh, certain responsibilities? When you give him certain, almost like give him responsibilities, but like, yo, we're a team. I need you to handle this. Do you? Do you? Well, how do you get better if there's no critiques? But <laughs> damn, Jess. But. <laughs> Okay, let's flip it. Be coachable, right? Right. And he's coachable. You, Come on now. Let's get the coachable? football analogy. Um, she is, <laughs> yes. but she tries to act like she's not. If she hears me and like if I make a comment, she may, but, back. but it's there. Yeah. And then if it comes again, and then it may come, oh, I remember you said this because I'm a good job guy. I'm a, okay. Add a kid and keep up the good work. I like to give the pat on the back, right? You know what? This is. I think your perfection so, is annoying. I think I no, think that. no, that's no. annoying as fuck. No, so I I like to do it even if I'm doing it like in a joking way. But I I do it, and um, she's like, oh yeah, because I remember you said this, and even though at the time she tried to act like she didn't want to hear me or anything, so she's coachable. It's yes. marinating, right? Right? Yeah. So she's coachable, but but you're definitely expecting to get some flame Hell, fired back. Yeah, but I'm. I'll tell him to do something, it, and I pretty much follow him and breathe down. I his wear the neck flame retardant while though. he's doing. It. I mean, it doesn't you wear bother a me. Flame retardant. <laughs> Not a lot. A Over time, retardant. it may bother me, but I I know kind of where we are in our. Um, Different type of personalities, right? Does it, it does it bother? And this is the question for both of you: Does it bother you more when, like, let's say you correct her or you correct him, than it is from hearing it from someone from the outside? Does it bother you more hearing it from your spouse? It depends on what is being corrected. Okay, but um, so, yeah, yeah. I don't like being corrected in general. Right, but... So, outside or inside, I am probably pissed or annoyed or bothered. But certain (laughs) things that he will correct me on, they, like, 
I would probably take it better from outside, from nah, the outside. Like, s- as soon as I hear the correction coming, I'm like, oh, is it, three, two, one, is here it, we is go. It, is, it, is it because coming from your spouse, it may come off more condescending because it's from your spouse? Yes, and because a lot of the time, it's true. So it <laughs> makes me even more mad. Like, from the outside, sometimes I can be like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'm not listening to you. But when it comes from your spouse, who really and truly knows you, right. you can get a little irritated. You can get a little pissed off. Like, don't, don't come at me like that. You know, right. you don't know what you're talking about. And deep down, you're like, oh. Pretty simple for me, yes. It, it's definitely times uh, 10 coming from my spouse. Yeah. Outside influences don't so much move me. I listen to them, and um, of course, I can react to them, but the corrections and critiques from my spouse put me in a different space. It could be anger. It could be hurt. Sore loser. It could be pissed. Yeah, that too, but, um, but I'm a reaction guy. If you give me something, and I'm like, damn, okay, I'm pissed. I'm angry about it. I go into my bag, and I'm looking to, mm-hmm. I mean, I got to fix it. I got to make it right type thing, or I got to prove to you that I can do this. Now here's my last here's my last question that has to do with He's up that. for sale. Does anybody want somebody who is just perfect and will just not, just not. go b- so, back inside and reflect and so okay self reflect okay, and so shit? Look, here's, here's here's my last question that relates to that, and this is a do the work part. How do you guys fix that? How do you make that better? So when your spouse does correct you. It's not, it doesn't feel like corrections punishment. Mm. Well, what I do um. <laughs> is... Um, I'm still working on it. Just give it time and uh, try not to take it personal. That's, that's the overall thing for me is um, I used to take a lot of stuff personal. I still do, but... You have the uh, most politically correct answers. I just, just try, just try not to take it personal. Just, I just let it run off, run off, no, not, off my shoulder. No, 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 no. Try not to take it personal is a real thing. Just because you are correcting me, it doesn't mean that you don't like me as a person. You don't like me as a husband. You don't like me as a father. To take it to those levels are a bad space because that's what the argument is. I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to defend that because I know I'm good in those spaces. I take it personal. So I need to just take it as a simple correction. These are things that aren't to my liking. So I need to find a way to give you what you want. I'm your husband. I'm supposed to give you exactly what you need. 99.2% of the time, <laughs> but let's say the point eight, but I just need to be able to hear you. That's the point eight. That's, <laughs> That's where I'm pissed eight. off. And I just throw yeah. my hands up and be like, I'm not dealing with you. But, um, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's PC. I think that's real. To be able to take the criticism and be like, okay, I need to look within myself and I I need to make it right. It is, because it translates into everything you do. So that is why I don't have a job. (laughs) Because I feel like you guys have been together. I don't like this, Kale. I feel like I'm spilling my guts and I'm not getting the... You're uh, spilling your your, very thought-out, correct guts. No, it's not thought-out and correct, but... How do we fix the feeling like it's an 
tack or feeling angry when we're getting corrected, um, uh, corrected by our spouse. It takes it's, a lot of work. It well, takes a lot of self-restraint. It takes not taking it personal though. is a real thing. That's I a real mean. thing. Well, cause uh, here's the thing. The reason why access is because you guys have been together for a really long time. Hello. And so it's, I, I ask you this and don't make it seem like I'm making you guys sound fucking old, but do you guys feel like you're at a point in your life that you're kind of sort of stuck in certain ways? Or is there still room to change some of those ways? There's always room. Okay. Because you know, you know what some folks, like, they get to a certain right. age, and it's just like, this is who they are. Right. What sees what you get. They ain't changing. We're, I think the, we're in a generation now where I think we're more open, <clears throat> and we're more flexible, and we're, we're more willing to change. And we do not want to be like the past generations right. where they are literally, li- mom, Literally set in their ways, and right. you cannot budge them. And they'll even say, I'm not changing. I, well, I do that sometimes. Fuck. Nope. Well, we're, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. What? I do work. I work all, all right. the time. I do. It might not always work, but I do try, and I'm aware. And that's another thing. You have to be aware of what you're doing wrong, or, you know, you really have to be aware oh. and sensitive to your partner. And that makes you want to work on it. So, all right. we. Uh, oh, please. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> we talked about some marriage expectations. Yeah. He's going to throw this back in my face. All right, go um, ahead. I think this was a good conversation, though. I think so, too. I think, as, for, like I said, as long as you guys have been together, um, it will you know, help you guys grow. Yeah. I mean, you know? we have, what, two arms in, in the grave right now? So we've been together. Yeah, we've been together for a while. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know about you. But I have two arms and one leg, actually. The glass is half full over here. I'm just getting started. Kay, hey. So. All right. So anyways. Well, this was a good episode, you guys. Uh, this is episode 27 of Truly Unruly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 27. We're getting up there. And we're, we're rolling. up there. rolling mm-hmm. up there. Uh, of course, everyone, you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms. Watch the visual on Marcus Trufant's YouTube channel. Just search Marcus Trufant. Subscribe, leave a leave a comment, yeah. review, all that good stuff. Uh, follow Marcus at Marcus underscore Trufont on Instagram. Follow Jessica Jessica underscore Trufont on IG. Follow the Truly page, Truly Unruly underscore Podcast. Converge, we're on Converge every Sunday. Um, so watch us over on there. Anything else you guys want to leave the people with? Oh, follow me, Media underscore Kells mm-hmm. on Instagram also. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's uh, it. I, just, I feel like just there's keep working. Yeah, I feel keep like working. you guys. As soon as this mic or these cameras turn <laughs> off, um, I'm gonna duck right <laughs> the bar here. Uh, Till next time, y'all. Peace and love.